0: Hey, this is Susie the life coach. Welcome to a podcast to help you learn how to have a high regard for your own well being and happiness. Learning how to embrace ourselves first is the key that unlocks our full potential. Follow along for weekly tips and strategies curated to help you connect back to your true essence, heal the relationship with yourself and ultimately live it all better. Hey, this is Susie the Life Coach and welcome to episode 31 of the Live It All Better podcast. Today's episode is titled, Reach for Contentment. So I've been on this healing journey for, um, I'm going to say, you know, my whole life, but healing with an awareness around healing, I would say has been the last five years. And what I mean by that is, um, I was always very interested in self-help and personal development. And I had done a lot of reading over the years of my life. But I only started to actually do the work about five years ago. And it's very different when you are um, running your life on autopilot. And then living your life in awareness. So a lot of us can be on autopilot, still um, very interested in personal, personal development and growth. Um, you might follow a lot of accounts. You might buy a lot of books. This was me. Um, and I was, you know, taking in a lot of information without a doubt. But I was not doing the actual work. And that's, I guess, where the statement, you know, things can, what, what how does it go? I think it goes, um, things take a very long time to change all at once. So I would be the perfect example of that, is that I was acquiring data and information for years, and then certain life circumstances put me on a trajectory where I was actually Um, called to an awareness. I like to look at it that way, that I was called to awaken and uh, become aware. And then all of a sudden, things started happening all at once, started happening very quickly. All this to say that I've done a lot of work to come to the conclusion that what it is all about is finding contentment in the mundane. And mundane might have a negative connotation to it. Um, mundane, another word for that is ordinary. Another way to explain it is you know, the everyday, the things that people might equate as being boring, living your life, you know, waking up, brushing your teeth, and having coffee, whatever your routine looks like. Um... You know, having breakfast, you might have an exercise routine in place. The stuff that you do every single day that we often take for granted. That's that's called the mundane, the everyday, the ordinary. And what I have discovered is that you have achieved a certain tier of success in life when you can be content with the mundane. So I've titled this episode, Reach for contentment of course it's much easier said than done and it took um, a lot of hoop jumping, spiritual um, emotional physical, mental hoop jumping to get here but that's what it comes down to is that when you do the work and you are on a healing journey and which lasts forever by the way there's, you know, I've said this in many of my episodes, you never get to a place where you are now healed and it's all good. No. Um, But you get to a point where you have the tools in place to be able to deal with whatever comes on your path with regard to, you know, triggers, um, rewriting old stories, changing narratives, um, looking back on your past and being able to make peace with it um knowing what to do with emotions when they spark within the body and recognizing that stories attached to those emotions and and you come to understand how to process all of that stuff when it comes on your path you are able to live more consciously more intentionally more present and as a result you find contentment in the everyday in the ordinary, in the mundane. And those things actually bring you tremendous joy because you're not feeling weighed down by your past. You're not feeling blocked. You're not feeling stuck in those everyday moments. You're not feeling anxious, right? Anxiety is no longer consuming you. If you do get a feeling of, you know, anxiousness or a pang of sorts, you can bring awareness to it almost immediately. And you know what you need to do, you know, that you can journal or you can talk to someone that you trust in a container of um, non-judgment and you recognize that that's part of life and it's part of your journey to refining the self. So I forget what I was saying, but it, it all ties together Regardless. We need to reach for contentment. And to get to this place, you need to do the work. You can't just say, well, I'm going to be satisfied with what I have and I'm just going to be grateful for what's in front of me. It's definitely a great starting point that that's what you want to do. But then there needs to also be the recognition that there is work to do to liberate yourself from the stuff that weighs you down that blocks you that keeps you from connecting to your higher self that keeps you from being the very best version of yourself self sabotaging and you know behaving in ways that you know are familiar but that don't serve your overall wellness so another way to enjoy the mundane, is to learn how to romanticize your life. Look for glimmers. What is a glimmer? A glimmer is the opposite of a trigger. So whereas a trigger, you know, hits within the body and is usually negative, obviously it's negative. (laughs) Um, and then you have to do the work to try to figure out where that comes from and how to process it and all this, a glimmer is the opposite. The glimmer is that moment, a micro moment, this little smallest thing that sparks a feeling of joy and contentment. Um, I'll give you an example. I'm a coffee girl, so um, being in my home in the morning on a day that I don't have to go to work. I, I love to go to work, it's not about work. It's, I'm, I'm giving you where uh, an example of where I feel glimmers. So I will wake up in the morning, I will greet my husband and my little cat, Gigi, and I will make myself a latte, and I'll be sitting there in my home, having the coffee, looking at my husband, looking at the little cat, just feeling so content and so blessed. That's a glimmer. And the glimmer can also be felt in the body, emotionally, but in a positive way. So romanticizing your life and looking for glimmers is another way to bring a new level of contentment into your life. So when I say reach for contentment, it's, I'll give you some more examples. You know, it's, I, I'm, I'm recording this on September 30th. Um, I live in Canada. The leaves are turning. It is the period of the year where it is crisp and cool in the morning, warm throughout the day, and then crisp at night. And it's just glorious. I mean, this weather is just glorious. So, um it gets dark a little bit earlier now and I love to light candles at dusk. I mean, I just love lighting candles. And so I've gone out and I've bought, you know, those bags of tea lights. I've got a ton of tea lights and I get so much pleasure out of, you know, filling my little candle holders and my Buddhas that are all over the house and different shapes and sizes, and as it starts to get a little bit darker outside, I light these candles and I just watch them flicker as I'm preparing dinner, soup season, so I make a soup and the soup is bubbling on the stove, and I'm so freaking content and grateful for the mundane, right? It's not like I'm out in a fancy restaurant all dressed up and just giving you examples, different things like different people up. But this, for me, is a glimmer. It's contentment in the mundane, preparing healthy food at home, I'm watching the candles flicker as the leaves are turning outside, and the night comes on a little earlier, and it's, it's just lovely. This is what I mean about romanticizing. Your life. And this can be in any context, right? It could be a Saturday morning and you go with someone you love. You decide to go to a cafe and you, know, you get dressed and put on your favorite sweater and a comfortable pair of shoes and the anticipation of going to see this person that you love and then driving there, walking into the cafe and smelling the coffee. And this is also romanticizing your life. This is noticing those little mundane things, the ordinary things that, you, that you'll miss if you're not paying attention to them. Of course, this ties in with being present and being able to enjoy the present moment, right? Not ruminating about the past, not worrying about the future, but connecting to the here and now. This is a huge part of romanticizing your life and looking for glimmers, And enjoying the mundane and finding contentment in the everyday. So this is um, the direction I'm going a little bit now on my Instagram and also on the podcast in an effort to help you learn to live it all better. As I teach you, I teach myself. And I, I had an inspiration this morning. I was sitting down. It's a Saturday morning. I was sitting down having my coffee this morning. And I just, I was washed in contentment. And I just took a moment to, to congratulate myself for the work that I've done to be able to feel that. And it wasn't like, how can I explain it? it you know, I've always kind of been grateful the grateful feels more the gratitude feels more expansive now that i have worked so hard on myself and on healing but once i've done the now that i've done the work the gratitude lasts longer and what i'm trying to say is that in the past i would be grateful for a fleeting moment but then i would remember and i say that in quotes i use quotes around it i would remember that you know, things weren't right with this person or things weren't right with, you know, that situation or that I hadn't achieved the goal that I wanted yet or, you know, that 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 thing hadn't been resolved yet or that I'm not where I want to be necessarily yet. And, you know, that would kind of cloud the gratitude. And that doesn't happen anymore because I've liberated myself from all of that crap. Crap. The stuff that I needed to unload and process from the past. It still comes to visit sometimes, but like I've said before, I know what to do with it now. I recognize it. It's another layer that needs to be removed. Another part that needs to be released. And the final point that I'd like to make is, there is a fine line between... um, Okay, so I'll I'll start off by saying like, I I'm not I'm not suggesting that you become content and that you settle. That's not the direction I'm going. What I want to say is that there's a fine line between being content with the here and now, with what's right in front of you, with the mundane, with the everyday, but also having future goals. But it depends on the energy of these future that you sit with with waiting for these future goals, right? So there's a big difference between I got to have that, like I got to have, I got to achieve that so that I can be happy, or so that I, when I get there, I'm going to be content, when I achieve that, then it's going to be good, my life's going to be good, that's very different than, I'm so happy with where I am right now, I'm cognizant of the good that's in my life right now, I can appreciate this moment, these moments, where I am, how far I've come in my life, and I, I still have goals to whatever. Maybe you want to start a new venture, or you want to go back to school, or you know, you're you looking for a partner, or whatever it is. We all have different goals. So there's a fine line between living in the present and being content with it, and having future goals. And that's okay to have future goals. I would hope that we do, right? We're here to constantly expand and grow, become better, and continue to meet the highest version of ourselves. And be that person and embody that. Of course, that's what we're here to do as humans. But the energy with which you do it is what's going to allow you to not only enjoy and be content with the the present moment, but then to attract what is meant for you in the future. So I say reach for contentment. There's so much in that there's so much work to do to get to that place of contentment, right Some people are drinking to numb whatever is bothering them or you know getting high or shopping or eating too much or you know needing to um, always travel to to get to a um get away from what it is that they're experiencing. am not suggesting that people that travel are unhappy. That's not what I'm saying. It, it's all dependent on your energy and the energy with which you do these things. Um, I'm not saying you should be overeating and overdrinking and all of that stuff. I'm saying that when you heal the stuff from the past, your behaviors change. And you are no longer looking for anything outside of yourself. You know, the shopping, the drinking, the overeating, the traveling. You're not looking to those things to soothe you or distract you from what makes you unhappy, what keeps you stuck, what is frustrating you, your old stories, the feeling of not good enough, all of that. That's just, it's not happening anymore. You don't need to do it anymore. You've dealt with it. You've healed it. You've released it. So when it comes down to it, you are happy where you are with what you have, with what you're doing, with the life that you've built. Always walking the line with having future goals, but you're happy with the right here and right now. And that's a long-lasting contentment. It's not fleeting. It's not clouded by um, stuff that you, that's bothering you that's weighing you down. I hope that makes sense. And my wish for you is that in your quest to live it all better, that you can recognize that that's the ultimate goal is to just be content with where you are. It's such a good place to be. Keep going. As always, here's hoping that you got something from today's podcast that will allow you to live it all better. And I invite you to keep holding your own well being and happiness in the highest regard. Talk soon.